Hello, welcome to the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast, where it is all about helping amazing physicians just like you create a wealthy life free from burnout and with the financial security to practice medicine on your own terms. I'm your host, Dr. Elisa Zhang. Hello, and thanks for being with me for another episode of the Grow Your Wealthy Mindset Podcast. And this podcast episode is based on someone's suggestion. So I would love to hear your suggestions if you have a topic that you would like a podcast on. So what the person asked is, how does one know if they have a scarcity mindset or if they're being frugal? First, let's look at what a scarcity mindset looks like more broadly. There are many ways to look at a scarcity mindset. One way to look at a scarcity mindset is that it's the belief that there's limited resources. So if someone else has something, that means there's less for everybody else. And also that means that you're thinking that there's less available for you personally. It's the idea that the pie is finite. So if someone takes a larger slice of pie, then there's less for everybody else. A scarcity mindset could also be a mindset that constantly looks at what someone lacks or what you don't have. This could be a lack of money, but this could also be a lack of time or lack of energy, a lack of resources, a lack of talent, a lack of skill. You get the idea. A scarcity mindset will focus on limitations instead of opportunities. A scarcity mindset can also lead to behaviors like hoarding because of the belief that you may not be able to get a resource later that you may want or need if you let it go now. So you want to just keep everything that you have for as long as possible in case that you might actually want it or need it, or it could be useful. And this is also what could lead to stockpiling. If you remember back to 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic, there were people who went to stores and bought out like all the toilet paper, hand soap, hand sanitizer, and any kind of disinfectant. And why were people doing this? Well, it was the belief that there was not enough for everybody. And so if they didn't get it now while it was still on the shelves, then it wouldn't actually be on the shelves later when they need it. That mindset actually proves a reality because when everyone goes in and buys up everything, then yes, there isn't enough on the shelves for everyone. But, you know, if you waited a few months, things did start to come back. And some people would even go out of their way to go to lots of places, buy these things, and then sell them at a huge markup to other people. And that you could say, well, maybe they're being entrepreneurial, but they are invoking that scarcity mindset. And some people, with the scarcity mindset may actually end up paying a much higher price because it's like, well, at least it's available now, even if it is so expensive, because if I wait even longer, maybe I can't get it at all. Scarcity mindset can also lead to tunnel vision because it causes people to kind of obsessively focus on one thing. So there are actually studies that have been shown that scarcity mindset can lead to more impulsive behavior. It can prevent you from making long-term plans because you're focusing just on short-term solutions. This could include holding on to cash in a savings account because of fear of investing with a potential for losing money, but it also prevents your ability to grow wealth over time, so short-term over long-term. Or it could also mean that you spend money and you don't keep anything. You never leave it in your savings account because you're worried that you won't have the money to buy things later if you just leave it, that the money will disappear if you don't spend it now. Or it could even be people will get a credit card and they'll spend everything, they'll spend their entire credit limit immediately because of fear that the credit card is going to be taken away or the credit limit is going to be lowered. The opposite of a scarcity mindset is one of abundance. With an abundant mindset, the pie can grow and everyone can have a slice. Resources aren't limited and there's room for everything to expand. 
So of course, the idea could potentially be taken too far. There are, in some cases, somewhat limited resources in terms of our Earth only has so many resources. There's only so much precious minerals. And so we don't want to be wasteful. So we don't want to take an abundant mindset too far to the point that we become wasteful to think like, oh, there's always room for more. So I can just get something and use it once and throw it out. So I, I, I really want to kind of differentiate kind of the abundant mindset of you can grow the pie, everyone can share in the wealth versus like there's always enough. And so we can just waste. What are ways to create an abundant mindset? Well, the first is really just to focus on what you have instead of what you don't have. You can do this in many areas, looking at what skills and talents you have and you've developed over your years instead of those you wish you had or that you lack. Looking at what you currently own, what assets you own. For example, looking at where you live and looking at it as a great place to live and how so many people actually have housing scarcity or have food scarcity and that you have a safe place to live and you don't worry about having enough food to eat. So really focusing, again, on things that you have as opposed to things that you don't have or you want. Like maybe you visit a friend and you like love their big, beautiful house and you really want a bigger house. You really wish you had more rooms. You feel crowded in your house. But having that appreciation for, well, you have a house, you have a safe place to live and that you could always have less, right? There are a lot of people who do have less. Another thing you can do to create a more abundant mindset is really looking at possibilities instead of looking at limitations. David Schwartz writes in The Magic of Thinking Big, quote, the size of your success is determined by the size of your belief, end quote. So challenge yourself to think bigger and better. You know, surround yourself with people who have an abundant mindset. Mindset rubs off. If you're constantly around people who live in scarcity, you're also going to be turned towards scarcity. If you engage with people with abundance, then your brain will start to embrace the abundance mindset. If you're around people who are thinking big, then that will lead you to maybe think a little big. Well, if so-and-so thinks they can build a company that makes $10 million a year, then maybe I can build a company that makes $1 million a year, right? Like it just helps open up your mind more. Or if I see, you know, so-and-so doing all these things, well, maybe I can do one of those things. Really just kind of thinking more for what's possible for yourself and looking at others for, for an example of what is even possible. Brooke Castillo always says that she wants to be an example of what's possible. And that's why she has the goal of having the Life Coach School earn $100 million a year. But it didn't start with $100 million a year. It started with a million dollars when she was making a few hundred thousand dollars. And then when she made a million dollars, it became $10 million. And then at $10 million, she went for a new goal of $100 million. So getting back to what this person who wrote me was asking, I think what they're asking is really what's the difference between being cheap versus being frugal, right? That scarcity mindset maybe is kind of the similar mindset of being cheap versus being frugal. Cheap and frugal both center around how you spend money. The definition of cheap per dictionary.com is that it's an adjective meaning, quote, costing very little, relatively low in price, inexpensive, i.e. a cheap dress, end quote. And the other definition gave was, quote, costing little labor or trouble, i.e. words are cheap, end quote. As an adverb, it means, quote, a low price at small cost, he is willing to sell cheap, end quote. Cheap suggests shoddiness, inferiority, and an emphasis of lowness of price. 
So similar words are paltry, low, poor, inferior, and base. Then if we look at the definition of frugal, which is, quote, sparing or economical with regard to money or food, i.e., he led a remarkably frugal existence, end quote. Similar words to frugality include thrifty, sparing, economical, saving, careful, cautious, and prudent. The second definition of frugal is simple and plain and costing little, as in, quote, a frugal meal, end quote, with similar words of meager, scanty, scant, paltry, skimpy, insufficient, and plain. So cheap and frugal people both love to save money. But I would put forward that frugal people do not do it at the expense of others. So being cheap is when you spend less or give less in detriment of someone else. Now, one easy example is if you go to a restaurant and you leave a really low tip for otherwise good service. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't love tipping culture, but that's a discussion I'll leave for another podcast episode. Let's say a person who's cheap is generally more focused on themselves and think less about how their behavior may affect other people. Frugal people really care about the value of something, where in comparison, cheap people really just look at the cost of something and not really the cost for the value they're getting. Frugality is more associated with finding value. A frugal person will try to buy quality things, but on sale or with a coupon, whereas a cheap person likely is just looking for the cheapest of whatever they can get and looking for the lowest price value. They're not necessarily looking for the lower price for a quality item. And you can think about if you call something cheap, then it may not even be related to the actual cost, but the quality of a product. If there's a low quality product and it like breaks on you the first time you use it, you may just call it cheap, not even knowing how much it actually costs. Cheap items are looked at as items just that have low quality. Cheap is also associated more to looking at short term or being more single minded and focusing again on cost or price alone. This could mean buying furniture made of particle board that breaks quickly instead of buying used quality furniture or waiting for a quality piece of furniture to be on sale. So when you're thinking more long-term, you may be thinking more like, okay, when can I get this on sale? Anticipating for the example of furniture, that furniture typically goes on sale for Memorial Day and Labor Day. So if you need to get furniture instead of thinking, okay, I'm just going to go out and get something cheap now that I can afford now thinking of saving and then buying it on sale when the next holiday sale comes up. So frugality is really more about getting the best bang for your buck, which again may mean waiting for the same item to be on sale or perhaps ordering an item and choosing a longer delivery period instead of buying at the store where you can have immediately or buying next day shipping where you can have it sooner. So more the ability for a little bit of delay of gratification or planning ahead. Cheap people are driven by saving money regardless of cost, where frugal people may be more driven by maximizing total value, including the value of their time. So you can imagine a cheap person might say like, oh my gosh, knowing that gas is 10 cents a gallon cheaper at a gas station that's a few miles away, but they're actually spending more time and money on gas to drive to that further gas station in order to get that cheaper gas. A lot of times you can also think about it as being penny wise and pound foolish. Then some people who are cheap are often afraid to actually spend money. So they're willing to sacrifice quality, value, or time in order to cash in on something or get short-term savings on something. Maybe frugal people are looked at being more resourceful with their spending, maximizing their dollars, and 
looking at the bigger picture when it comes to spending on their wants and their dreams. Again, you can think of cheap as more short-sighted, and this could mean spending less in the moment with a higher cost in the future. So someone who's cheap may buy really cheap running shoes because of the low price, but maybe this leads to damage to your joints or your feet because the shoes wear out, and they may even overwear them because they're being cheap. And this ultimately ends up being a higher cost in terms of increased medical bills from injury, as opposed to buying more quality running shoes and making sure to get new running shoes every few months or however many miles you run on them so that you aren't actually causing any kind of damage to your feet or joints. I think that pretty much sums up what I can say about the scarcity mindset and about being cheap versus frugal. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And again, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. You can do so by emailing me at growyourwealthymindset at gmail.com. Do you have a win from listening to a podcast episode? I'd love to hear that. I am doing a drawing for this summer for anyone who sends in a win. You get one entry in the drawing for every win that you send. Just send me an email with the subject win. And in the email, let me know what your win is. I'd love to share it on the podcast as well. To enter the drawing, simply email your win to growyourwealthymindset at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could share it with your friends and colleagues. And now for the disclaimer. I am not a certified financial planner, accountant, or attorney, and nothing I say should be construed as professional investment, tax, or legal advice. This show is primarily for your education and entertainment. I am a physician, but I'm probably not your physician. So if you need any medical advice, please contact your own physician. Thank you.